Hello and welcome back to episode 21 of the Cricket Social Podcast. Before we start this week's topic, I do have a quick disclaimer. I am recording this episode on the road. Literally, while I'm on the road trip, I've stopped my road trip to record the podcast. So there might be a few disturbances. Please bear with us. All right. That being said, IPL has seen another week, and it has been a pretty entertaining week so far. And the one thing that stood out, at least for me, was Washington Sundar. How good of a bowler is he during the power play? Chanak, your thoughts? I would say I think he's kind of emulating the same performances that Ashwin used to do for CSK in his early years. Uh, he's gotten more accurate. Uh, I think he's mm-hmm. using his stock stock ball pretty well. and uh, i think the overall feel of rcb itself has uh, you know surprised me and and sundar's performance has kind of lifted that uh, and it's a big support for chahal that's that's what i kind of make out of it yeah and like you see it that, that that's been a surprising fact like you know rcb's bowling has been under fire for so many games and if you look at it now they're looking as a much stronger bowling unit now that you know they're utilizing sundar in par play and then chahal is being consistent as he has been throughout this ipl and i think that's the support he was lacking and now that he has that rcb is a much stronger bowling unit and with chris morris coming back it, it's just turned things it, it seems like rcb has turned around the corner yeah but there is a catch here uh, i would say i think they have always had the same bowling attack mm-hmm. uh, maybe chris morris is a new ad- addition for this year but they've had the same bowling attack and in bangalore they used to get hammered but i mean the the big so, difference that, that that that's this season at least is umesh yadav <laughs> or rather not uh, having him in the squad it seems like it has made a world of a difference for their the squad yes, balance yes uh, yeah i mean that's one difference but i mean they used to keep dropping umesh yadav even while they were playing in bangalore after a few matches used to go for like 50 runs every in every match but then siraj then chahal now deep saini uh, right mohin ali dale stain yes. this is predominantly the same bowling core that they've had for the last 2 3 years i think uh, and nothing to take away from their skills or or what they have been doing in last two matches or three matches but mm. i think which is your is actually supporting uh, supporting bangalore bowlers i would say yeah. because and, yeah and I, i think like we cannot like you know omit the one name which is isuru udana i feel yeah. that he has been the kind of player who has kind of flown under the radar but has made a lot of difference with the balance of the bowling unit for rcb and yeah. he, I, he has done a really amazing job like i honestly never gave him enough credit but this year especially monitoring him so close it i think he is been one of the key players who has been able to turn it around for rcb yeah i would i would agree i think he's been the surprise package uh, right we're seeing him uh, like i don't remember if he played ipl for any other team but uh, at least consistently starting in a playing 11 i think this is the first time i've seen him and he's holding his place and to be selected uh, ahead of uh, dale stain and and yeah. mensha other i think that's a good thing maybe not to yeah. and uh, and be <laughs> yeah <laughs> and be still able to you know justify that selection like he has been bowling amazing like sure today's game he went for a few runs but still overall i think he has had a big impact on that yeah. bowling bowling unit yeah 
No, I think uh, uh, definitely. I think with that and now Finch also, you know, getting his nick back. <laughs> obviously, he's not scoring as lethally as you would expect, but uh, he he's getting starts, so that's a good thing. Um, yeah, it it seems like RCB is peaking at the right time. Like yeah. they have had a few scratchy games here and there, and you know, even the wins that they had earlier in the season was kind of were kind of scratchy, but. now it feels like you know they are coming together as a unit and even with kohli coming back to his form it i think it's just about clicking at the right time for rcb yeah i think so i think from here on i'll be surprised if rcb don't qualify for uh, for the last four uh, i think they are one sure shot team along with delhi i would say they they, they should be qualifying is yeah I, I would be surprised too if if they don't make it, you know, yeah. after like the kind of turnaround they have had mid-season. Yeah, because yeah. I think there is one more thing, right? It's common, like Washington, the way so Washington Sundar is performing, the same thing Akshar Patel is doing for Delhi. Nobody expected him to do so, but he's bowling in power play and he's keeping it very tight and picking wickets. That, that's the key, yeah. And I mean, like for the past week. he's been a constant fixture in my fantasy team it's him he gets you at least two wickets consistently every game and that that has been like a surprise to me as well like i never expected him to perform that well but again he is doing it yeah i think teams teams are kind of preparing for ashwin but then akshar patel is proving to be the surprise guy uh, who who was actually getting them ashwin is also doing good but then akshar is doing much better than what people would expect from him yeah and again like that's the adage right like you often see that batting partnerships being you know getting the limelight but now you can see that how bowling partnerships are playing a big role like sundar and chahal for rcb and then akshar patel and ashwin for dc are kind of turning things around because we always knew that you know batting might win you a game or two but if you want to win a tournament you need to have a solid yes. bowling unit and both the teams are doing that pretty good and with delhi particularly like ashwin akshar patel uh, harshal patel and of course kaki surabada and they have uh, not a in there it's it's yeah. it's just a fantastic bowling unit i would be surprised if delhi doesn't make it to all, all the way to the finals this year it, it would be a disappointment honestly yeah i mean they have got four good bowlers like in both departments so they have all the bases covered i think only mumbai indians is the other team who who i would say is you know has all the bases covered with like bolt and bumra and patinson i think patinson has been surprised as well he's sneaked into the team and uh, he's already already made that a spot for himself so oh absolutely i i thought he was like a more of a filler that the mumbai indians wanted to try at the beginning of the season and if it doesn't work out he'll be thrown out but he he has just continued yeah. with the spectacular run right from the you know the get go and he's been i don't think there is any reason for mumbai indians to drop him at this point yeah and i i don't see a justification like being a mumbai fan i honestly never expected patinson to live up to the you know the yeah. name but he has and <laughs> i honestly can't say that there is any reason for them to drop it uh, see he is a good bowler uh, right he he can bowl those test match uh, line and lengths but in t20 it's it's a bit different and i thought Uh, after one or two games, uh, teams will figure him out, and then he'll start going for you know a lot of runs. But I think he's managed his uh, overall variations and and line and length and all pretty good. And and the fact that Rohit is supporting him, I think that's also a good thing for Mumbai. 
Absolutely, yeah. And like we we spoken about the good things about RCB, but the one thing that stood out was how consistently they're dropping catches. Like in today's today's game, there was a strat thrown around which was like they have dropped fourteen catches in this year's IPL, and they were playing against King. Uh, like uh, they were playing against Kolkata, which has least number of dropped catches. Yeah. And, and yet they are in top four. So I mean, <laughs> it, yeah. It's, I don't know, dude. But it's just the lighting, right? Ever since the IPL started in Dubai, I think many teams were dropping. You, you know, like Shimran Hetmyer in Delhi, he's dropping two or three catches in a single game. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't know. Like it, it could be lighting, yeah, sure. But then players need to figure out a way to work around that, right? Or at least the captains need to figure out something because. I'm seeing the best players over the years dropping catches. Ravindra Jadeja, for that matter. I honestly have never seen him drop a catch. And this year for CSK, he has already dropped at least three. And that's a big surprise. Like anyone else, I would be, you know what, they are having an off day. With Ravindra Jadeja with fielding, he never has an off day. And that guy is dropping catches. So there is something going wrong with all the teams. It's not just RCB for that matter. But all the teams are consistent in dropping catches. I I don't know... Yeah, no, I guess I agree. I think all good players are dropping catches. So, Kohli dropped two in a match and Rahul yeah. just plundered them. Then Jadeja has dropped. Uh, I think Shimran Hetmeyer is also a very safe fielder, but he's also dropped uh, quite a few. Exactly. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that 2020, anything can happen. So, maybe this is <laughs> happening in cricket as well. But I would say, I think I've, I've seen like, they, but they are taking good like blinders as well. So there, there have been like good catches from Manish Pandey, Sanju Samson. Uh, that oh man, Faf Duplessis. How many catches has he taken on the long on long of Mabhav? Oh, yeah, he, he's been he's been the one consistent this year who has been like you put him on the boundary and he is bound to take almost all the catches. I think yeah. I've seen him drop one, yeah. but that's that's probably like you know what, <laughs> given how everything else is going, you can forgive yeah. a player for dropping one catch. Yeah. But then yeah, he he has taken like. You know, catches those are which are half chances or something that you know an average fielder would not even try. He's taken those catches, so uh, it's just about maybe you know some of those players have had like uh, you know buttery fingers or what what's going on in their mind. Maybe they are not used to seeing crowds behind them, <laughs> not yeah. seeing crowds behind them, and that is making them more nervous. <laughs> but Fair? yeah, I mean that, that's absolutely possible. Like you know. Like we've spoken about this in the previous episodes, like some people just feed off the energy of the crowd, right? And especially yeah. if you are talking about a player who is consistently feeling at the ropes, they are always, you know, the crowd is always in their ear, so they kind of expect yeah. that, you know. And not having that might be, you know, we think that it would be a good change, but again, for a player who has consistently groomed themselves to get used to it, it's still a big change, and I feel like that could be a factor in it. But man, like in the you know in the league stages, it's fine. You know, you drop some, and you know you always have a chance in the next game. But I think going into playoffs, that's going to be a critical factor. Like if you dropped one person, let's say like someone dropped Rahul, and he goes on to score a century, you are pretty much screwed. And at <laughs> yeah. the playoff playoff game, you don't get a second chance, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think teams are warming up, so I'd expect catching to to improve. And because it's not that the ground feeling is bad. Downfeeding has been decent. You'll see one or two odd misses here and there. So it's just about the catching and with the lighting and I don't know how much practice they've got. Uh, so I, but I expect things to improve, especially players like Jadeja, Kohli, 
I mean, you, you they they won't keep dropping catches ever. Yeah, I I hope so, man. Like the way Kohli has come in into his own with the batting, I just yeah. hope that he comes. You know, players like him and Jadeja come into their own when it comes to fielding because we are not used to seeing those kind of those standards of fielding from them. You know, they are the benchmark when it comes to fielding. So, hopefully. um as the season progresses you know as we get to the business end we'll we'll see some difference you know some improvements over there but i think uh, one thing that we uh, at least i have noticed is uh your strike bowler not getting the first over of the day and the reason i say that is because i was kind of disappointed when jofra archer did not pick up the you know the first ball of the inning when they were playing mumbai that was kind of dis- disappointing to me disappointing to me especially because the previous game jofra archer took the new ball and right from the first over he set a very very tight line and he set up the tone for the inning and they went back the other way by not not giving him the first over and that was a little disappointing to me what what do you make of it oh uh, yeah so i think with jagasu jofra archer uh, he... <laughs> yeah sometimes he gets a new ball sometimes he doesn't it's it's all about the team uh, against which they are playing uh, especially like mumbai they they want to protect it against uh, polard and pandya that that you know the fireworks that happens uh, towards the end of the innings they definitely need a good bowler so i guess <clears throat> that i reckon otherwise i don't know what the thought process is uh, they they just have good plans around uh those guys assuming that they can hit hit fast bowlers pretty well uh, like rohit and quinton de kock at the top so maybe uh, keep jofra behind for pandya and polar i mean that that makes sense to me but i still believe that you know uh your fast bowler especially when you know you're using him as your strike bowler and he's supposed to instill fear in your opponents he should get the first over because but i think the, even some, mumbai if you look at mumbai they are not using bumrah uh, in the first two or three overs bumrah comes uh, he bowls his one over in the power play and then the three overs uh, the death maybe one over in the middle but uh, i guess that's how they want to use their main bowlers against the main batsmen yeah but for for me honestly it's about like setting the tone up front in the game right like when you're facing off someone you deliver you know the knockout punch in the beginning and then the 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 opponent is just like uh it, they they just spend the game catching up with you at that point and i think archer did that a, a really good job when he opened the bowling and when he did with mumbai indians i thought like they they were given a chance to get away with it in the first couple mm-hmm. of overs and to me that 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 i, I couldn't make sense of that decision Yeah. but i think that's one common feature of this ipl right teams do not have consistent tactics or or teams they have good players but they are failing uh, on on the tactical part of things and and it surprises me like even you know we are just watching from outside and we know it's difficult to execute on the field and and prepare because there are other variables that we don't know sitting outside but right. till there are these common things right common batting order mistakes uh win- winning the toss and what to do and picking the right team for for a game <laughs> i guess teams it, it baffles me right when you sit down to pick up fantasy team and you don't see a particular player and then you are like <laughs> what are they thinking <laughs> yeah and i think like uh, the the one team that i faced that dilemma with is kings 11 punjab 
I don't know what's happening there. I mean, I understand that they were struggling, but at the same point, they never really gave their players a consistent run. Like they pretty much went in every game with two or three changes, and that's a big change. Like you keep you keep turning players around. You don't give them confidence or give them time to get back in their rhythm. Sure, like a Jordan might have a bad game, but then you give them a longer run, they come back better. Yeah, but I think they, and, they they've given pretty good run to Maxwell. They've given pretty good run to Puran. And and, and that's the worst part. Like they're giving runs to like you know they're giving a longer rope to players who haven't really been able to turn it around. Like Puran, I think he he has done enough in the past couple of t- games to you know re- pay back the fate. But I think Maxwell, being a really big fan of Maxwell, I think honestly this season is not his. Yeah, but I think most of the decisions, in my opinion, it goes by okay. This guy is striking really well in the net, so it's not that you know there's something wrong with him. He just needs that one decent innings uh, to to convert that that form into something uh, very big, and that's what happened with uh, Watson. I mean, CSK. I, I don't know how good their bench strength is. I mean, basically, they don't have bench at all. Uh, if, exactly. So yeah, like uh, people like Murli Vijay and uh, who else is there? I think nobody even knows who else is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bench strength, basically. But yeah, well, I heard Stephen Fleming saying that no, Watson has been hitting pretty well in the nets in in their practice games. He's been executing. It's just. in the match he's making those errors early in the innings and sometimes those edges or you know those decisions they don't go your way early on yeah i mean as a opener like i completely agree with him that you know you need a fair bit of luck you know that those odd decisions go in your favor or those edges don't make it to the players but again like considering if you're given a player a five game run and still they haven't then no matter how good they're yeah. hitting it in the nets it it comes down to the game situation some something is getting to them yeah. and you know I, i'm not saying that chop them from your team altogether like let them work on it but in the meantime you also need to think about a league stage where you only have 14 games available you have to start making those changes it could know. also be that maybe the the next best player in their squad is still not as good enough as a out of form maxwell right? that's true and, that and, that's why they that, i i was hoping gale to come in but i but i think there are some uh, reports or some news that gale is uh, having some fever or he was hospitalized so oh wow okay yeah so uh, they, that that's the thing right i i mentioned earlier and there are so many variables so many small small things that we don't understand maybe sitting outside but still in the field i, I don't know what you think about rajasthan and kings 11 they both have very good players but they have done horribly in terms of tactics <laughs> yeah and i yeah, think rajasthan did correct it in last game which was on saturday the tibatia and parag kind of the way yep. they played mm-hmm. but i think there's still one or two changes that i would propose uh, but i'd like to hear from you what, what do you think about that i, I think you kind of uh, you know underlined the point when you said that it's a tactical thing it's not really about the players like you have players who have proven themselves on international level and still if you're not able to get the team to deliver then there is something going on with the tactics and i feel that at that point it's not really the player it has to be on the team management or you know uh, the coaches and the captains it might yeah. seem unfair on the captain to be blaming to be blamed for their players but at the end of the day as a captain you need to understand what kind of combination you're you're putting on the field right 
the way RCB has finally managed to get it right, it seems. I think uh, Rajasthan and Kings Eleven definitely have a long way to go on that front. Yeah. I think Rajasthan winning that last match on Saturday, they just uh, ensured that they are not in that must-win kind of territory or not entering mm-hmm. that territory. <laughs> so that's a good thing. But uh, you know, just looking at Rajasthan team, you have like Butler, Smith, Archer, and Stokes, four international stars who are match winners on their right. own, and you still cannot win matches. So that that means there's something wrong with how how you are using them. And same thing with. That's an absolute shame. That, and yeah, I think with Ben Stokes in the squad, any squad would be, you know, yeah. you, you would think that you have been emboldened by presence of Ben Stokes and you would expect him to perform at that level. Yeah. But, but then maybe, if, you're, yeah. if you're using him as an opener, then yeah. I, I honestly don't think that makes sense at all. Like you're setting him up for failure. And at that point, you are expecting him to do miracles. Like, I mean, he's been known to do miracles, but again, that's some. That, there is always a limit to what he can do, right? Yeah, especially he's just quarantined for a few days and came out of the isolation like one day before the match. And you send him as an opener. I mean, you have Sanju Samson, you have Robin Uthappa. Those are like full-time openers. They can open exactly, and and they have had a few games in this season, right? So, I would have expected them to be like, you know, let's ease Ben Stoke in. Like, let's play him at least for a game where he's more accustomed to playing and he's familiar with rather than throwing him, you know, into a whole new situation where he he hasn't fairly done well enough, you know. Yeah. So, I think they, they, they were just setting up themselves for like a big disappointment <laughs> there. And luckily yeah. for them, Tevatia and Parak came through. But again, I, I honestly don't think that's a, yeah. that's a great tactic to go around with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think KKR is also in the same boat. I mean, they have been winning matches, but again, uh, Tripathi as an opener for more one match, then number six, then an opener, <laughs> and then you get Tom Banton. Uh, like it doesn't. I, 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 I was honestly surprised by that move. I mean, sure, it's a good thing to you know give your bench a game or two, and that absolutely makes sense. But what doesn't make sense to me is. Tripathi, like you said, opened one inning and then he performed really good. And Dude, he he scored 80 against Chennai. Out of that exactly. one, 160, he's scoring uh, like half of the runs. Yeah, and there is absolutely no reason why we really want to move that. I mean, I understand that you want to experiment and make sure that your bench is ready to go when they need it. But that's a too drastic of a change for me. So and, Yeah, and even like in the game against RCB today, why is... You, your required run rate is like 15 already in the 10th over and still Dinesh Kalti comes ahead of uh, Andre Russell. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, you need Andre Russell. Even if he scores, he, he doesn't bat throughout 20 overs. But if he stays there for like from 10 to 15 overs, he's definitely going to get the run rate down to 10 or 11. And then yeah. guys like Morgan and Dinesh Kalti, they can finish that. Uh, absolutely. And I'm 100% with you on that. I, I felt like if you want to give him a chance, give him chance up front so that when it comes down to a situation where, you know, you need a finisher, no matter how good Russell is, Russell is not definitely not a finisher. He can change the game, but he's not a finisher. Carter yeah. and Morgan on the other end yeah. are people who would, you know, you would put your money on to finish a game. And that's what they should have gone with. And that was baffling yeah. to see, like, the way they executed the batting order. It was super yeah. confusing to me. Exactly. Like, if he scores like a 20-ball 50, then the pressure is back on RCB. And then even if he gets out, 
there is Karthik, then there is uh, uh, Rahul Tripathi to follow. I mean, he, he, they, these guys can manage run rates around 10 or 11 or 12. But when exactly. you need like 15, 16, then you need to send out that pinch hitter as soon as possible. Yeah. And man, I, I'm baffled with that. I mean, as much as I love KKR as well, like after Mumbai, I think if there is any team I support is KKR. And still, I'm, I'm not completely on board with how they're going around with, you know, uh, shuffling their batting order this deep into the season. Had they done it in the first couple of games, I would have been like, you know what, they're figuring it out. It's absolutely fine. But now it seems like you should have figured it out by now. I think it's the over-attacking uh, mindset and the mentality that Brendan McCullum kind of brings on the table. Uh, again, that's... that's And same thing maybe with Rajasthan, right? Shane Vaughan, I mean, he we all know how good a tactician he is. But sometimes mm-hmm. they try to be too cheeky or try to overdo things. Uh, you know, like promoting right. Ben Stokes right in his first game, <laughs> or uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think those those two two points they, they they'll hurt them towards the end. Yeah, I mean, I from a fan's perspective, I hope KKR at least makes it to the playoff. But yeah, yeah, I think so. They will, but it's just about uh, against good teams like RCB or KKR. Or, or like informed team RCB. RCB has also made all these kind of blunders over the years. But when they are in this kind of form and AB De Villiers is scoring the way he is, uh, Ooh, you you, yeah. you cannot take any chances. Yeah, and on his day, he'll just turn the game around in like just the way he did it today. In exactly. A few overs. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But speak like I, I think we only have like five more minutes to go. I quickly want to like touch base on one topic which was kind of interesting to me. Imran Tahir, the top performer for last season, has barely gotten a game this year. No fault of his own. I understand that CSK has kind of modeled their squad around uh, Chennai, their, their home ground in Chennai. And because of that, he's missing out. But on the same side, there are some people who are getting chances, but they're not doing justice to their talent. And the one name that comes to my mind is Ishan Kishan. What do you think of that? Uh, I, I think he had that very good game, right? Uh, he scored mm-hmm. 99 against RCB. Uh, mm-hmm. I, w- I would say, yeah, if these guys kind of perform every three matches, then, then their spot is justified. Same thing is happening with Surya. Uh, I think he scored in one or two matches. Then for the next two, three matches, he did not. And now in the last two matches, he, he started scoring again. So, I think, uh, I would say it's it's okay. Uh for them, obviously, if they really want to make a mark and uh, use this as an opportunity to come to, uh, you know, join the Indian team, then they need to be more consistent. But I'm, I'm not too, too dissatisfied with them. And speaking about Tahir, I don't think he he has any any you know any kind of spot left basically because there's Khan Sharma and Piyush Chawla, so you cannot have like three uh, leg spinners in a in a team. Uh, is is what I'm thinking. Yeah, and I think the reason he missed out is because he's an overseas player. Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm looking on a talent perspective, I would pick him above Karan Sharma or a Piyushala for that matter, because like him being the top wicket taker in the previous season speaks a lot about his talent. There is no yeah. questioning that. But I think like he he lost out in favor of team balance. Unfortunately for CSK, things aren't going that great so that you know they would be able to experiment yes. with him. Yes. But 
Yeah. But I, I think coming back to the question of like people missing out, I think Ishan Kishan, sure, he had that game where he t- almost turned it around and it, it was a valiant effort. But after that, I feel like he has kind of thrown away his wicket where he shouldn't have or he could have done better. And that's the consistency that you need from a player. Like, you know, if, especially like you said, if they are trying to be in contention for the Indian team, consistency is what's going to matter, right? And the yeah. other example that comes to mind when it comes to, you know, consistency or rather lack of it is Sanju Samson. Yeah. That guy and started... I would add Nitish Rana as well, right? He started so well and then now see where we are at. Exactly. So, like, players like these, you see the talent, you know they can turn games around. But then when it comes to consistent performances, they miss out. And that's why you feel bad. Like, you know, you know that, that that's an amazing player. Sanju Samson, on his day, you watch him play. It's beautiful to watch. Like, it's free-flowing poetry. But exactly. then, yeah. unfortunately, it happens only three or four times a season. And then throughout the year, though, you don't hear about it. And I think that, that that's been the biggest challenge with players like that. And as a fan, it, it hurts to see, you know, talent like that miss out. And even Ishan Kishan, for that matter, you know he can turn... Yeah, and with someone like Ishan Kishan or Sanjay Samson, it becomes really painful for a spectator, like as a fan rather, that players like these, you know they can turn games around, but they are not giving themselves enough opportunity for that. And honestly, yeah. it sucks. I think yeah, that's kind of the difference between a you know very good player and a good player uh, to come in and play consistently. Somebody like uh, they need to look at guys like Virat Kohli or A B De Villiers or even K L Rahul. They can just uh, uh, you know keep doing the same things again and again to keep doing the basics again and again. And maybe it's it's with the confidence or it's it's the the focus. Uh, yeah, you just don't know about that. I, I mean, I think at this point it comes down to focus because confidence, surely guys like Ishan Kishan and Sanju Samson have it, especially based on what the innings they have played. They should be high on confidence. But then... But maybe f- they get over, overconfident that, okay, yeah, now I'm in a good touch and I, you know, <laughs> I'll just throw the bat and it's going to go for a six. That is true. That, that could be another problem and that's where you need a reality check. And I yeah. think especially for players like these who perform, who peaked at the beginning of the IPL i think th- there has been enough time to you know be grounded by now that you know we peaked at the beginning but right now we are kind of sailing through based on those performances so we really need to get our shit together you know yeah uh, at least that's my opinion so yeah all right uh, i think that is all we have for this week's episode uh quickly what are your picks for next week fantasy who are you banking on? Uh, uh, I think Kohli, De Villiers, uh, those are going to be... They, they are in good nick now. So, it's going to be hard for any team to stop them. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, all those Delhi players, right? Ayer and KG. <laughs> and... I, I was absolutely going to say that. Like, you know what? Yeah. Sure, Kohli and De Villiers are lighting it up. But do not miss out on the Tevatias, the Akshar Patels and the Kagiso Rabadas in your squad because these are the kind of players who are giving you consistent returns. At least yeah. I have noticed that in the past week. So I hope if you're listening to this and you're picking your fantasy team, you make it a point to include these guys in your squad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With yeah. that, I think we are good to conclude this week's episode. Next week's episode is again going to be kind of on the road. So we will catch up with you soon. But until then, stay safe and 
Have a good day. Boys, hit this one, Miles. Great shot. Oh, it's a biggie. He's got it. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. In the air, Shisha.